You're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Hi, I'm Tyson Franklin, and with me today is my co-host on the Podiatry Marketing Podcast, Jim McDonald. Jim, how are you doing this morning? Things are good, Tyson. Things are good here in, uh, in Montreal. So I hope things are uh, staying, staying cool there in Australia. Yeah, so it's, I love doing this. We know what I like doing about this podcast the most is we are on opposite sides of the world, yet it feels like we're in the same room because we're talking together all the time. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, like, uh, I actually have kind of the Australian time zones, like, in my head now that, uh, you know, we've been doing this podcast and kind of, you know, bantering back and forth over the last few months. So it's been a, uh, it's been a real pleasure, you know, kind of uh, spanning the globe here with you. Yeah, what's good, too, is because prior to COVID, I used to go to America every year. So, and I've always got a lot, I've got a lot of American friends, so you're always in tune to where it, you have the time zones in the world at different times. So it's, um, whereas it used to really confuse me. I used to just, oh, I couldn't get my head around it. But I've got this app. I don't know if you've seen this app called Time Buddy. I've seen that. Like, I just kind of like ask Siri what time it is in like, uh, you know, Sydney, Australia or something like that. So uh, I used to be horrible. I used to be horrible. I lived on the West Coast. I lived in Central Time. I lived on the East Coast. So like, I used to struggle just with the US <laughs> time zones. And now you're like uh, the day before us now. So it's always crazy. Uh, I just had that song. Maybe that song, Modern Girl. <laughs> as soon as you said that about oh no i just use sarah and all of a sudden I'm like, ah oh, and that song is modern girl but anyway so today's topic we are going to talk about your clinic's second website google business profile please elaborate yeah so not a lot of people realize everyone knows they have their you know tyson foot and ankle clinic.com that's your website that's where you you know, that's what everyone puts time and effort into yeah. online to really build that out and kind of be that digital um, home on the web for your practice. But sometimes, uh, you know, relatively new over the last five to seven years is what what used to be called Google My Business. And now they've recently switched the names of it to basically Google Business Profile. And this is the little box that shows up in Google search results when you search your name as a provider or the name of your clinic. So what do people, so you class it as your second website. So you get your main website, which is the one that you're trying to drive everybody to all the time. And we've discussed website elements uh, previously. So you Google profile website. Why is that so important? Why it's so important is that um, when, you, when people type things into Google, obviously that's the way they look for your address. They look for your clinic. They look for a podiatrist in, you know, Cairns, Australia. Everyone's going there, yeah. and Google is in- incentivized to keep people on Google's platform. They it used to be the old style of Google was basically there was no ads, there was no map. It was basically ten blue links that people would click on and leave Google to go somewhere else. But now Google is incentivized with ads and other other things to keep them keep you in the Google ecosystem. It has changed, so hasn't it? Built- it totally has changed, but um, that's how they make, you know, what billions or that's why they're a trillion dollar company, right? Is they they want to generate revenue on their platform. So yeah. Gmail or Google Docs. So they just want to keep you there. They don't want to actually want to send you away anymore. So because I remember years ago when anytime someone gave you their um, web address, they'd always say www or dub dub dub. And they get, yeah, like TysonFranklin.com or yeah, your, yeah, it was... It was weird. And then all of a sudden, I saw my wife one day, she was just typing and she just put the business name.com.au. I went, Where's your dub dub dubs? I oh, don't need them anymore. 
oh, when did that change? And now that was, yeah, it wasn't that long ago that you had to put in the Ws before the website. And you did, you would type in a name and you get a list of the 10 top businesses and that was it. So you're saying now Google wants to keep you Googleified as much as possible. Yeah, they want to keep you on that Google platform. And the way they're trying to do this now, like I said, is you kind of have this almost second website or second homepage for your practice you know, on their platform. And that's when you type in your, actually, when you type in your own provider name, you know, Jim McDaniel DPM, there'll be a small profile. And also, you know, like Tyson Franklin Podiatry Clinic, you know, you type it in there and you're there. So it has, you know, number one, it has your contact information. So your address is there. You'll have like a Google map with directions yeah. there. So, you, you know, they don't want you to go back. They don't want to send you to your clinic website anymore. They want all the interactions to happen there. So, like I said, you know, it's your, your address, your phone number. Usually there's like a click to, you know, do an online scheduling there. Also your hours um, can be updated on this platform. So when you sign up uh, for a Google business profile, you're, you're, you're given kind of a dashboard and it's this dashboard where you go and you update all that information. You know, if you're going to be gone for the holidays, you know, you put in the days your clinic is closed, but you know, they really want to keep you uh, optimizing your Google My Business listing, or actually your Google Business Profile listing. I keep slipping back to the old ways to be called. Um, but that that's, you know, and there, also you can upload photos of, you know, the, the exterior of your clinic uh, or the interior of your clinic of you treating patients. Patients can actually upload photos there. You know, if you don't upload anything, what's going to happen is you're going to get that weird looking like uh, Google car that drives by places. So yeah. If you if, if you're in like a big multi-specialty clinic or there's bushes in front of your your clinic or something, you're not going to get some nice photos. You're going to get some really generic looking things. So I, I did see one. Kind of- I saw one the other day. I was looking at someone's business and I thought oh, I'm just going to go for a wander down the street because you could you can wander down the street with it. And <laughs> and there's one business that I looked at and all of a sudden it must have been bin day because there's this big two bins out the front of their business and there's rubbish coming out everywhere and there was like a there was a dog there and there was a bomby car and I'm going that does not look good for, for no, the business that particular that, day no you don't want that first impression to be uh you know like you said like a, a dumpster a dumpster fire in front of your practice yeah some random day that car was driving by um also another important aspect of these google my uh these google business profiles is that's where your reviews live as well and if you look at the color of the review compared to the other information on that, it really draws your eye. You have these gold stars, you have this, you know, whatever out of five ranking, um, and the number of reviews is very clearly spelled out there. So this is all kind of in a small box inside of Google results. Um, also, this is an area where you'll sometimes see um, a way to publish on Google's platform called Google Posts. So this is something where if you have um, maybe you're providing a new type of care or there's a new podiatrist coming into your clinic. There's, um, you know, you have a partnership with a, a physio or a physical therapy clinic and you yeah. want to pronounce, you know, pronounce that to the world. Um, this is an area where, you know, you can kind of put those Google posts in there. It'll help you, um, you know, rank and um, provide some, some insights into what's going on in your practice. I think another aspect is that they'd also do have like a products and services area as well. So, you know, just like you have those pages on your website about diabetic care or sports medicine, you really need to either yourself needs to build out this Google business profile or hiring someone else that is kind of a, 
Google kind of professional, uh, some of the works in a Google ecosystem to kind of help you optimize that Google uh, business profile to the best of your ability. So how often should people be going back into that profile, updating it, putting in new information, photographs? Is it something you touch on once a month, every six months? Should you do it weekly? What, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, so generally I'd say at least once a week you need to go in there because what's going to happen is that's also going to be the dashboard for your Google reviews. So, um, and you want to provide, you know, personalized uh, replies yeah. uh, to these Google reviews. So it's a really, really important um, that that happens. Uh, so like at, at least once a week and at the same time, if there's something new going on in practice or something to announce about the practice, that is a, a kind of an efficient, uh, to be efficient with your time, uh, that is a good time to go ahead and put in that Google post. Uh, maybe you do a, a newsletter with your practice and that's a way to like promote the newsletter or maybe some of the news items from your newsletter um, can fit into there once a week. But it doesn't have to be every single day. That's a bit much um, when it comes to the posts. But yeah, once a week kind of jumping into that Google My Business profile once it's built out or Google Business profile once it's built out. So once you start putting information into there, does that have an impact on your ranking as you're shown in the organic search? Yeah, so there's some kind of controversy these days, like how much that's going to really, you know, cause you to rank. Because what happens a lot of times right now is that, especially if there's a if there's a location associated with your search, so you say like uh, podiatrist near me or um, podiatrist in you know in like Sydney, Australia, um, that won't usually show up. Um, usually, it's really name based. Yeah. Um, sometimes your products and services might trigger some things, like if you don't have let's say someone is looking for like plantar fasciitis treatment and you don't have plantar fasciitis as like one of the symptoms or one of the you know services you provide in there like it will sometimes you'll sometimes see these little mentions in the in the plain google results that like or even on the maps that like you know tyson franklin podiatry treats this and if you don't have it sometimes it'll actually try to pull that information from your website say yeah. that information is seen on your website but it's not necessarily in your google business profile so it's a little questionable whether it's a super strong signal ranking for like, I would say like kind of symptom queries or when you're asking questions about specific types of treatment, but definitely all your contact information, um, all your hours, all that stuff is really important because if you get complaints or people say that like, um, we'll get into that in a little bit as far as like some of the issues that can happen if you have a, a bad Google My Business profile or duplicate profile um, that leads to someone you know, kind of a bad user experience or bad patient experience and they complain, it definitely can have a negative effect on when and how much you're showing up. Yeah, I was going to ask about that because if you if you had your business in one location and you move locations, because I've seen some business, they've got two Google profiles where they're in two different locations and you're sort of wondering which is the, which is the real one. Yeah, so this is a huge, huge problem for a lot of clinics, especially for if, if someone say you know, has worked with three or four different marketing companies that they didn't like, or, you know, or they started, someone in their office started their Google My Business profile, but all those different people have never talked to each other about <laughs> that there's this, you know, there, there's three different, you know, there's three different um, Tyson Franklin podiatry locations for the yeah. same location. We're not, we're not talking about a multi-location practice. We're talking about the same practice listed, you know, or you moved, right? You moved across town, you moved two blocks this way to a better building. These duplicates can be really negative on your rankings because, like I said, um, if someone type you know types in the name of your clinic and gets a, an address and directions, and then they show up you know five ten minutes before their appointment, and you're not there mm. or like you're, you moved two <laughs> years ago, but no one updated the Google yeah, business profile. 
Well, it's going to be pain in the ass for them. So you're probably going to maybe get a negative review. They're going to maybe complain to Google saying that like, this is not where they're at. Um, so you really have to like go in there and nuke or you know delete those uh, or mer sometimes even merge these duplicate listings into the same listing to make sure that, uh, yeah, your patients are showing up at the right, the right location. I heard once to make sure that your details that say are on your website or other directories and also in Google is identical. That if you have, if your business is in shop two slash 494 Mulgrave Road, but then in Google it just says 494 Mulgrave Road or it just has two slash, it doesn't have the shop. You should be trying to keep them as identical as possible. The phone numbers are exactly the same. Everything you do, the, con yeah, the contact email on your website is the same one that you actually have in your Google. Is that still true? Yeah, you have all these like local listing websites or sometimes, you know, national websites yeah. that, you know, and this is a, a kind of around, I'd say what's called link building um, in a way or just kind of referral links. Because if, you know, if, if you have, if, you know, if, if all those things are kind of kept in, you know, decent order. And uh, like you said, if, if, if it's, if one website says that you're located on Fifth Street, another one says you're on Sixth Street, another one says you're on Third it can be confused. It can be kind of a confusing signal to Google um, and other search search engines. I think that's a like from what I understand and kind of the the SEO experts and the and the folks that I work with and uh, the people that I've you know some of the conferences and talks I've been to on this subject say really that's less of a big deal as long as you're um, if you're searching on Google and your Google My Business uh, or your Google Business profile is updated uh, and verified and you don't have duplicates running wild out there. Uh, I think that that's the first place to start. There used to be a lot of people uh, charging a lot of money per month for like, uh, I mean, there's a, there used to be a system called Yext, yeah. would charge people up to like $500,000 a month to like make sure everything was in sync all the time. And there's been some experiments with people that show that that doesn't really work anymore. Like Google is now smart enough. Um, if you have, a, if you put in the information into Google, to like kind of disregard some of those other kind of negative signals because uh, as long as you don't have duplicates, um, yeah. What about if you have more than one location? Say you have three businesses, could be in the same city, let's say Brisbane, for example, right. million people or two million people. You've got four clinics in North, South, East and West. Should you have one Google? You might have one website, but for your Google profiles, should you have four different profiles? Yeah, so generally what, what happens and how this breaks down, I'll kind of break it down not only by location, but also by provider. Yeah. So you and it gets a little tricky here, but so if you have a physical location somewhere that has its own address, has its own clinic, it should have its own Google business profile. Uh, just so it's on the map, you know, obviously you can flag it a little bit different. You know, let's say it's like Tyson Franklin Podiatry Clinic on Fifth Street versus Tyson Podiatry Clinic on Main Street. It just, you know, you can put that in the title. Um, you know, one of the things you'll also see sometimes, um, you know, like you know, there's multiple doctors, right, at these clinics as well. And like if you're a solo practice, it really doesn't make sense to both have a clinic and a, a provider um, listing, at least at least to begin with, until maybe you get a certain number of Google reviews. It's You know, if you get to the point where your clinic has 50 or 100 more than your local competitors, like I think it's I think it's OK then to start a provider one. But like for a while. It makes sense to like have your if you're solo provider in a single location, just keep it you know, tight you know like uh, cans cans podiatry clinic Tyson Franklin 
And then basically what you're doing is you're sending all the reviews. You're kind of like, you have one location that makes sense. Over time, you could split those those up. That would make sense. Can you can you go and split them up after the reviews have been done? Or no, you just set up a second page and then just kick it off? Yeah, so there's basically what's called like a location listing or like a business listing and then a provider listing. The same thing kind of happens with lawyers, right? Yeah. There's a, a law practice and then there's a lawyer listing. So you can have two. Um, and that's totally fine. And you can have one for a location and then all, you know, one for all the different providers, all the different podiatrists in the practice. I will mention though that like, you'll see this sometimes maybe when you look up like air conditioning or plumbing or uh, more kind of like home services things, what's called like keyword stuffing in the like the listing, like in the title of the, the business. So you really need to make sure that your business listing is then like kind of your legal business name. Um, it doesn't have to have the LLC or the PC, but it just needs to make sure it's your legal business name because otherwise you run into what's called keyword stuffing. You'll see like best podiatrist, foot doctor, um, <laughs> ingrown toenail specialist, cans, um, like Queensland, Australia, uh, you know, like you'll have all this stuff. And basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to game Google yeah. into like, like we talked about previously, like when you type in certain things, they're hoping that by like stuffing these keywords in there that somehow the Google magic will reward them because like they have all these words there that no one really wants to see. Is this the title of, is this the name of the business? Like the name of the business there? So, well, I might have say Tyson Franklin podiatry business coach. So that's my right, listing exactly. they have for Google. But if I put Tyson Franklin legend, awesome podiatrist, business coach, marketing specialist, uh, online guru. If you started putting all this stuff in that title, people are thinking, putting all those words in, I'm going to get found more often. But then Google will look at that and go, no, you're a tool. And so yeah, what, well, what will they do to you if you try doing that? Yeah, so they'll blacklist you. They'll, oh, they'll okay. They'll, they'll, they'll put a big penalty on you and you'll probably have to go through some process to say, hey, like... Uh, you know, like that doesn't. I've uh, been blacklisted you know, that, like, from so many places, but never Google. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast. I'm not sure we. Have, I'm not sure we have the time or the. Uh, the I'm not uh, sure the audience is quite ready for that one yet. But no, um, sorry. But, but yeah, but it is one of those things where you do have to go through a process to be reinstated. Uh, it's not easy, and uh, it can be. And, and you know, like like I said, this is a powerful platform. You know, a lot of people, whether it's Google Ads, Google Business Profile. Uh, people are Googling, you know, these services, your name, your clinic's name, and you want to try to stay in the good graces of Google uh, to the best of your ability. So it's really an important component to like to play within those rules. Um, and, and there's we could probably even put some of the rules um, and, and a little bit more information about Google Business my, uh, Google Business Profile in the uh, the show notes from today. Yeah, that'd be great because like I, I think most people listening to this do want to do the right thing. And, and you might get the odd cocky person that thinks, oh, I can outsmart Google. I do recall a podiatrist telling me once where they had like these black strips down the side of their website and they used to have all these words in there in black text so no one could see it. And I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure Google could see it. <laughs> well, anyone that knows SEO or knows that like, you know, there's screen readers, there's way, there's kind of invisible layers where you can kind yeah. of see what's actually happening there. And it's pr pretty obvious to folks. But I think, you know, like, like I mentioned, I think it is important to, to emphasize how important this Google business profile is. And that's why I said it's like, it's basically a second website that not a lot of people know they have. 
because this is this can be a positive um, you know, way to grow your practice when you make it a priority. Like I said, if it just if you just have these like weird Google Street View dumpster fire images, you don't have any pictures of you treating your ideal patient. Your logo's not on there. Your hours are out of whack. Uh, there's no contact information, um, you know, or it's not updated in a way that feels like, you know, it doesn't kind of reflect the branding of your website. Yeah. You know, it's basically just taking your website and try to like kind of mash that into like what Google has there. You know, if you don't make that a priority, you know, and other people bounce from you, like it doesn't look professional, they're gonna go search the name of another clinic or another Sydney podiatrist or wherever you're located at. Um, so it's a really important, uh, you know, kind of pillar, I would say, of your online presence. You know, website, you know, good SEO, Google business profile is definitely up there and something that either someone in your staff um, that's knowledgeable about this can help you with, or, you know, looking for outside help is one way to approach it. Okay, just one more Google question. Well, I like, I like how you circled back around to that it was your second website because that was what we were talking about, the, the, the Google is your second website. So even if somebody was, if they were just starting their own business now, they've got they've got the website up. And but I think you already touched on this. You just said if they don't have time to do it themselves, they could get the receptionist to do it. Or are there people that you, you know, do you look after this? sort of stuff for people or this is something you get hey, just do it yourself it's too easy no i think it, at least at the beginning i think it's something that um has to be kind of a part of kind of a overall kind of digital plan for practice and this is something i usually set up for patient you know for for the clinics i work with to make sure that you know patients can find it like i said there's some ongoing things you know it's not just a set it and forget it situation it does include you know real responses to these reviews whether it be positive or negative reviews you know, getting out Google business posts, keeping the hours consistent, you know, as much as we want to make some of these things be kind of set it and forget it, it is something that requires kind of ongoing information. And sometimes there can be bad actors, uh, even in podiatry and other types of businesses that will try to make duplicate listings of your practice. So you have to have some level of surveillance and some level of like, you know, like Google cha recently changed its name from Google My Business to Google My or Google Business Profile, right? Like Google enjoys like, having this moving target. So Missing unless someone head. on your, yeah, it's, it's like going to Costco. I think I mentioned this on previous podcasts, like going to Costco, right? You know, the Cheerios were on this aisle, you know, last week, and now they're like, like over by, uh, you know, the bread or they're over in a different aisle now. It's like, it's a bit of a, you have to stay recent with the platform to make sure that you can optimize and get the maximal amount of benefit, not only for yourself, but for the, the patients in your local area, because that they're the ones that, you know, are looking for that great care you provide and by making it easier for them, for building a profile that's easy to interact with. Like I said, unfortunately, people are not just gonna click this blue link and go back to your website and learn about how great you are there. Google is incentivized to keep them on that Google, Google business profile and just have all the interactions work through them. So uh, until like Google gets overtaken or something happens, you have to play their game. Uh, and that's just the way it is. No, it makes perfect sense. So I think we've covered this topic pretty well. It's, have you got anything else to finish up with? Or do you think you're, you've no, given, I think we you've I think given we your I think all? <laughs> I think I've given my all this time. I think, you know, there's definitely some areas we can touch base with in future podcasts when it comes to, you know, online reviews and strategies around that. Um, there's definitely, you know, things like social posting and stuff that we'll talk about. But I think that's a good synopsis of this Google business profile for today. No, that's fantastic. Okay, Jim, thanks for that. And uh, I'll talk to you again next week.
All right. Talk to you next time. Okay. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.